And now for what's being animated in Georgia. One of the longest-running shows on Adult Swim pokes fun at Southern stereotypes, but in the right way. The 12th season of Squidbillies premieres this Sunday. And on Thursday, Chuck Reese of the Bitter Southerner podcast will talk with the cast and creators of the show in front of a live audience at GPB. Squidbillies co-creators Dave Willis and Jim Fortier talked with then-on-second thought host Celeste Headley back in 2017. She's author of the book We Need to Talk and co-host of the Up upcoming PBS show, Retro Report. So, Dave, you were actually born in Texas and raised in Conyers, right? Yes. The fact that I was born in Texas really has nothing to do with Because you were not conscious. No. I was not conscious when that happened. But Conyers isn't, you wouldn't call that a redneck town, right? Yeah, I I would. You would? Jim and I were both raised in Conyers. Because, I I mean, it occurs to me, I, I wonder how much of this... The town in Squidbillies is supposed to be in Blue Ridge up in the North Georgia mountains, mm-hmm. right? So how much of that is actually based on things you observed in Conyers? Taken to the extreme and the stereotypical. Well, we haven't, I don't think, I mean, I, I haven't been to Conyers in, for any longer than a half a day in 20 years now. But when we moved there in the early 80s, it was still a developing place. It was still a sort of a much more of a country vibe and, and not very built up. It was one main road going through town and um, a two-screen cinema, you know, uh, at the time. Very, very small place, very, you know, friendly and but really country. And I think my perspective was even more uh, vivid coming from the Midwest and coming in there at 11 years old and kind of ha- having culture sort shock. of culture shock, work the accent out, uh, understand what people are saying, different personalities, different values. And it was it left a big impression on me. I think that we kind of – we, we – we, Enhance it, exaggerate it, yeah, uh, of absolutely. course, for the show. But um, that's, I think, where I'm drawing from. If you have never, if some of our listeners have never seen Squidbillies, it's this family of squids, and they're endangered. Uh, they're part of the Appalachian mud squids. So that's the nominal reason why they get away with just untold amount of property destruction and death. <laughs> Sounds good. Keep going. I'll, so, I'd watch this. Why, why squids? Uh, the word sounded funny, squidbillies. I think our boss came in with the word one day and was like, squidbillies. <laughs> like, yeah, I'd watch that show. <laughs> and then he was like, why don't you guys make it? So, Wait, so somebody, he came in with the, the, the word squidbillies and the whole show came from that? Yeah, it's a funny word, squidbillies. It is. So we just funneled a lot of our experience, not just the Conyers experience, but um, Atlanta, you know, blue city in a red state. The fact that we're a whole network that's down here, which is not in New York or L.A., is it's, you know, we just funnel what we hear in our day-to-day lives, uh, you know, into the show. So let's hear a clip. In, in this family, there's an alcoholic dad named Early, and, and you might have seen his picture. Um, he often has that hat with a confederate flag on it in memes that says heritage not hate and then there's the teen son named rusty and there's the mom who's called the granny um and then there's the little sister named lil so here's a little clip of the father and he's talking to his son rusty what did i tell you about perseverance young man that if at first you don't succeed it wasn't meant to be it's a waste of time because the union's just gonna take your money anyway and you are an unwanted pregnancy and you ruined my dirt biking career and get out of my sight you disgust me you talk about that one eddie so i mean of all the the (laughs) anime of all the animated shows that come and go because there's a lot right what do you think uh keeps this one on the air and popular what what is what is the staying power 
I think that our bosses feel guilty if they put us out on the street because we've been there <laughs> oh, really come long. On. <laughs> <laughs> they saw us have kids and families, and they feel responsible. I, that's not a, I, I don't feel like I can answer that question. I mean, I think Ooh. we pull in just as good an audience as yeah. almost anything else on the network. So the people who enjoy the show, who we are super appreciative of, I know it's a cop out, but it's sort of a question for them. I mean, we're making a show that we sit across, you know, the, the old cliche, we sit across the room and talk about things that make us laugh and what we insane stuff we'd want to see animated with these characters. And we make that show and we're not, they don't lord over us too carefully about what we do. Um, and, I think we just make that show, we put it out there, and maybe the fact that it's not being picked and poked by a hundred different people before it hits the screen, and it's just this dumb, silly, uh, animated redneck squid show just gives it a charm that keeps it on the air. So do you think, I mean, when you look at some of the shows that have some of the sort of edgiest material on them, they're often animated shows. Is that is it because there's not a real person saying some of these things that you can people tolerate it more? It's hard to make a, a live-action meth addict funny. Uh, yeah. But uh, animated somehow maybe takes a layer off of it or adds a layer. Maybe it adds a layer. I don't know. Of, of, of distance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What attracts you to the job of voicing something for animated as opposed to being a live actor in an actual TV or movie? Well, I would do the other thing, too. But but no one's hiring for that. I mean we, I mean this is what we do. You know we make cartoons and uh, and then invariably we find ourselves saying the lines in the way we want to hear them. And we try to cast uh, parts. I think Jim had, had said earlier uh, that we were we were trying to talk to. Unfortunately, we were tr we were trying to talk to Tom Petty about playing something for us like the week before he passed and. Uh, you know, we're looking for unique voices, specifically for Squidbillies, unique Southern voices, and they're hard to find. They're hard to find that humor and that acting ability. And so when we find somebody, you know, they're like gold. I mean, somebody like Unknown Henson who plays Early or, uh, you know, Bobby Ellerby who plays the sheriff is just a Southern guy through and through. And he's also a funny guy. He's an actor. Daniel McDivitt who plays Rusty, he was a high school buddy of ours who's a pilot for Delta, who just happens to be a super funny guy who gets our sense of humor. When he, we, he chose a respectable career. Yeah, right. But <laughs> he can still work with us sometimes. What makes Atlanta a particularly good place for animation? I mean, is it just that Adult Swim is here, but there's all kinds of other projects thriving? Yeah, it's kind of interesting to have seen it all come here because uh, we you know we started we grew up here and we went to school in the south and i don't know of any other animation that was going on in in town at that time um i guess the georgia film commission started to try to bring people in you know they're shooting all these films and things the, the archer guys were at cartoon network doing um c lab yeah uh dave and matt malero uh were doing uh aqua Teen eventually uh, Chris Kelly working on a show he had, Stork and Hoop, um, a guy, Michael O'Lean, across the street wor working on um, Harvey Birdman. Suddenly all these, we were just making these shows because they wanted these shows to go on at night on Adult Swim. And b by way of doing that, they just kind of built it. And why, why is it good here? I don't know. The, we watched the community sort of grow out of nothing. We just kind of found all these folks one way or the other and, and really built a relationship with them and created an industry you know we created it you me and dave no just kidding <laughs> but, but but you know it just kind of it sprung up i don't know what makes atlanta better or than some other place for me it's better because i never had to move 
and <laughs> we've been at it for <laughs> 20 plus years, you know, in town. And you can do all the same type of work here. You can write a script here. You can find a production company that's competent, does a great job, and we do that. That was Dave Willis and Jim Fortier, co-creators of the adult swim show Squidbilly. They were speaking there with founding On Second Thought host Celeste Headley. Squidbilly's enters its 12th season on Sunday. This Thursday, Chuck Reese of the Bitter Southerner podcast is going to offer a sneak peek of the new season here at GPB. And you can be there as he speaks with cast and creators from the show. Details are at gpb.org slash bittersouthernerlive.com. 